0: Autosport International 2024 at the NEC in Birmingham. It's day two after a busy day one. People are now coming through the door. It's going to be a busy weekend. Matt James from Motorsport News. It's the start of the season, isn't it? The rumour mill's in full flow and everybody's excited about the coming motorsport season
1: one of the things I love about the Autosport Show particularly being at this time of the year no one's lost a race yet so everyone <laughs> thinks that they're going to be absolutely the bee's knees during the season no one's fallen out with anybody yet um, yeah so it's, it's a really nice place to be everyone's got the fever there are a lot of deals we don't know about yet there's lots of rumours going around I mean we were bouncing rumours of each other yesterday and I think we basically spoke to the same people and we're getting the same information and <laughs> somewhere somewhere the truth lies between what everyone's saying at the moment but we don't know right now and we won't know
0: for a few weeks. Absolutely. The place is full of potential champions at the moment isn't it as you say before we start the rumour mill is, is one for Autosport International I mean uh, as you say you and I I spoke to David Addison various people if half of the rumours come true we're in for some exciting stories uh, particularly in the British Touring Car Championship. Well if half of the rumours come true we're going to have a 45
1: car grid next year <laughs> and uh, as you say everyone is going to win the title um yeah I mean it, it, it just goes to show that, that the level of interest a continued and growing level of interest around the British Touring Car Championship everyone wants to be part of it um everyone's scrambling around for seats everyone's scrambling around for cars and uh, you know it's, it's really frenetic um I, I, I love this time of year. It's, it's particularly great for a journalist like such as yourself or me when we're going around trying to find stories. They're all over the place. It's just a question of filtering out what's likely to be true and what what, what won't be true. But yeah, it's it's, it's a great buzz and uh, yeah, very exciting times ahead. I think.
0: Just thinking about the British Touring Car Championship. Obviously, Napa they're all sorted. Accelerator are, are sorted. They are established and they know what they're going to do. They're they're good packages. They're the ones to beat. I suspect. Um, Scott Sumpton, uh, has joined Restart Racing, Chris Smiley, uh, coming back into the Championship. Good to see a young new face in there. And I think I said to him yesterday that he had a a lovely smile but a look of fear in his eyes. Yeah,
1: it was was kind of a
0: a, a gentle
1: introduction to him to media (laughs) interviews with you and I, wasn't it, yesterday? But he was on stage talking to the crowds yesterday. Um, A a man who, you know, his enthusiasm for it just shows what it means to, to the drivers when they make the break into the British Touring Car Championship. He knows it's the top level of the sport. It's something, it's something young drivers can now aspire to, to get to when they start off on their motorsport journey, as he did in karting and then through TCR. Um, and he's finally made that leap. Everyone's excited about it. And, yeah, Scott was a little bit wide-eyed, and uh, I think he's got a bit of an education to come over the next few months. But it, it's great we've got him there with Chris Smiley, a race winner, of course, and man who knows touring cars extremely well it's great to have new blood in the championship new a new team effectively really with ben taylor at, yeah. at the wheel of it um, yeah there's there's lots to look forward to
0: ash sutton uh, colin turkington jake hill tom ingram are the names that sort of spring to mind when you're thinking about top four or five in in the championship but there's the old adage isn't there with, with any driver is that the first person you've got to beat is your teammate and all of those teams have some very competent competition
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, normally at this time of year, you ask me who's going to win the title. But this is a little bit too early for that one, and you've just ticked off the, the big four names. You're right; it is all about intra-team battles as well as as well as you know fighting the opponents from another squad. But you know, four cars with Accelerate, four cars with Napa. So those drivers, all of the drivers in that team, have got four times as much data than a guy doing it on their own. There's a lot of input into the engineering of those cars, and so the, the quick guys are just going to get quicker and quicker. It's it's great for them. But it, I mean, take Napa, for example, if you look at the start of last year, were it not for some bad luck early on, Dan Kamish was was right on the money and he was pushing Ash all the way. I mean, OK, the wind got knocked out of his sails, a little bit of Snesteton in May, and it was hard to claw things back, particularly when Ash won, went on such a roll. Things are tight in those teams. I mean, it, it may be that Tom and Ash were the two-fighting out for the title last year, but there's some very close competition within those teams. Tom Chilton was a race winner for Accelerate last year, for example. Uh, Ronan Pearson was great. Lots of podiums and, and lots of joy for him. It's, yeah. I mean, it, it, you've got to beat your teammate, and and the teammates are actually very close within those teams. It's just that one bloke has managed to emerge yeah. prevalent in both of those squads.
0: Yeah. We always focus at the beginning of the season on the big names, but you just mentioned one, Ronan Pearson, Mikey Dobal. These these are names who, in not you know too far distant future, are going to be regular, uh, regularly seen on the podium and potential championship winners.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about this last night. It's quite funny when I started covering the championship in the, in the, the noughties, if you like. You know, everyone was up there sort of pitching to be a Matt Neal or a Jason Plato and throwing stones at those guys as the established runners. But now, know, I know they're younger, but but Tom Ingram and Ash Sutton have become those guys that are the benchmarks for the younger guys to aim for and and kind of trying to hook onto the coattails of them and become them in the future, if you like. So it's going to be interesting to see. It, you know, now that Tom and Ash are the old guard, I, know, I use that phrase advisedly because they're both still very young compared to me. They've got people coming up behind them trying to knock them off their perch and whether that will raise them to push even harder or... or you know how quickly those guys can learn from the experience established. So it's going to be fascinating to see and there's a lot of young talent around like you said so it's going to be great to watch that develop.
0: Absolutely. One thing we know about the British Storing Car Championship is that the only constant is change, to quote a cliche um, and usually to the regulations and the way that things work. We've, I'm still trying to get my head round how <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Don't now, ask don't, me how qualifying is going to work in sort of four sessions and, and whatever else. It sounds exciting it's been proven in other uh, race series and of course we've got the changed to um, the hybrid and the amount of power that's going to be deployed, which is going to shake things up.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, uh, the, the experiment—the experiment, the introduction of hybrid into the championship, it was a journey. The British Touring Car Championship was the first high-profile international championship that went down that avenue. So, of course, you're, you're going to tweak it as you go along. You're going to learn the lessons. This works, that doesn't work. And it shows that the organisers have listened, looked at what they've seen, listened to the feedback, and worked out, well, we need to tweak it and we need to change it. This is all done. To improve the racing and to improve the competitiveness of the cars and to improve what the, the fans who come through the turnstiles watch so that's and, and on tv so that's going to be a great thing you know it, it, it's not as alan gowell is often prone to say we didn't just put our finger in the air and see which way the wind was blowing we've done the groundwork. we've done the data so that's going to work perfectly the qualifying system i'm really looking forward to that because some of the highlights for me last year were the qualifying laps when you watch tom ingram or, or last year ricky collard absolutely superb watch them on a on a on a lap where they're really pushing. And you can see the cars dance like you don't see in a race. You actually see the artistry of driving one of these cars particularly quickly. And I did moan at Alan Gow about it last year. I said, with a busy qualifying session, you don't get to see that because the camera doesn't necessarily always pick up the one that's on that pole lap. Um, So why can't we narrow things down a bit? I'm glad, say, he's listened. Um, So what it means now is it's going to be less congested circuit for the guys that are going for the ultimate times as they progress through into the different sessions. And we'll be able to see, as I say, what I regard as the proper artistry of driving an NGTC car.
0: It's interesting talking to the drivers that have been here uh, so far. and One thing eventually crops up, in when you talk about putting the, the whole package together, the team, the car, the driver, the engineers, the whole thing, at the middle of that the glue holding it all together is money uh, and that's I, it just feels like it's an even bigger talking point now than perhaps it's ever been
1: yeah it's its funny actually if you I did a, an interview with um, Ollie Collins who's team manager for the Napa Motor Race, well, sorry Alliance Racing uh, Napa team and um, and we were talking about it because everyone said well you know obviously Napa came in with so much money and that's how they won the championship and Ollie said well if you, if you look down into the figures we didn't do that we didn't chuck a load of money at it because it's not the money that, that really makes that money. and you, you can't overspend in this championship testing's restricted um, there's only so much development you can do on the car so you can't really chuck too much money at it I think it, it's about having the resources to unlock a, a, an expedient way of working a clever way of working that's, that's probably where the, the finances can make a difference and, I, you know, I think in the modern day of the British Touring Car Championship, the, the, the genius is as much the engineers as it is the drivers. It's about recruiting the right people around you. And I think that's what the underpinning of a team has enabled you to do. And you look at Accelerator and you look at Napa, the collection of clever people they've brought together to make their programmes work is, is actually key. So while money is important and everyone wants more of it, and I'm sure the drivers would like to be paid more than they are, some of them anyway, Um it's about what you can collect around you that's the important thing
0: um, we should just touch on the, the whole toker package, the F4 supporter game, which has grown in popularity over the years. Uh, the Porsches are in there, of course, we've, we've got other series coming in and, and dipping out, which, which uh, spices it up uh, for, for the fans. And it's a, it's a complete package, isn't it, the toker package now?
1: Yeah, it, it totally is. You've got entertaining racing with, with sort of the hatchback stuff, you've got sports cars, so Le Mans type cars mm-hmm. with Porsches, and you've got the young rising stars of tomorrow in, in Formula 4. And if you look at where some of the, the graduates from Formula 4 have gone now and just have to switch on the TV and watch the Formula 1 race and you can see the guys that people see right in front of them at Thruxton or at uh, Notkill anywhere, they'll go on to be absolute stars of the future. So. You know, as much as we love the British Touring Guard Championship and that's what we're there to do, it's always worth keeping an eye on what's what's happening in the lower categories. And and a lot of the guys that come out of the one-make series that run on the package will progress into the BCC as well. So, you know, it, it's a it's a proper ladder, proper feeder system and it's great to watch everyone yeah, come through.
0: Last season was good to see the Radicals and the Legends out as well. The Legends, I just they are fantastic. And the love Minis, the all good stuff. So, um, to finish off, you've already mentioned that I normally ask you who's uh, <laughs> going to be there. I think it is a bit too early to do that yet. Let's see, um, see what pans out. Uh, when testing starts and when the the grid is finally confirmed but are we going to and I know, you know there are some names which we 've talked about which we, we can 't mention publicly perhaps might be in the series you know who knows whether they 'll sign on the dotted line are we going to see any big surprises this year uh, you know is there going to be somebody who 's going to come in and, and really kick the kick the can yes there's a simple answer to that
1: yeah um, yeah there's as, as we have mentioned there's a lot of rumors uh, floating around and there's one particular, if it comes to fruition very excited about and um you know ash and tom have had it their own way for long enough now so it's about time someone else came in and upset the apple car there, there's a lot of talented drivers around and a lot of cars with a lot of potential around so if you match those two together i think we're going to see something quite
0: special this year i'll pick you up on who you think might do well when we get to Donington. we'll see how free practice goes on and we might have a little uh, a little wager on the side you reckon uh, a pint on it sounds a good idea (laughs) good to see you matt you too